0: Welcome, Fan Lebitardians, to a new episode of the Fan Lebitard Show. I am your host, Ty, reminding you to follow, rate, and review this show. Also, follow us on Twitter, at lebitard underscore fan, and if you wouldn't mind throwing us a like or a retweet on there as well, that would be appreciated. On today's episode, we are chatting with Charlie Hume, who some of you may know as Old Money Charlie. He worked on The Dan Levitard Show and other projects such as Highly Questionable, and he's got some fun things to say about his time working in that universe. But he's also got some new ventures he's working on as well. We get into all of that and more in this episode. So with that being said, let's get into it. This is The Fan Levitard Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into today's episode. I am thrilled to be able to bring on Charlie Hume. He is the founder and CEO of Lost Whale Media. And if you're thinking to yourself, what the hell is Lost Whale Media? We will get into that. Charlie, welcome into the show. First question, important question. You good? I am good. Are you good? I am good. Thank you so much. So, okay, the the first and obvious question here is what the hell is Lost Whale Media? What is that?
1: so Las whale media is so i think that's a two-parter answer right so the, the very boring straightforward answer is uh it is it is my attempt to to venture out and and create a production company production consultancy whatever you want to kind of call it in this new era of media uh to, to kind of work on a variety of different projects that are that are in media uh and and uh, my former boss at Ride Home Projects, where I worked on shows like The Levitar Show, Highly Questionable, has been great to kind of funnel me some stuff and get me started there. But that is that is the company that that I've created to kind of do those sorts of things. Uh, the more interesting answer, uh, you know, as it relates to what is Lost Whale, uh, you know, why that name is, uh, it, it's kind of funny. I, I, I So I was playing golf with my brother in Florida Golly, it's got to be like 10 years ago now. And and we found a, a ball marker, just like a random ball marker. And uh, we were trying to figure out what it was. It was this, this cute little whale. And so we just called it the Lost Whale. And, and then subsequently out of that, we started playing like a little match play tournament between the two of us. Every time we saw each other, because we were in different places. And that of course grew into, we got like a, a, a blue seersucker jacket and got patches made of this ball marker and, and stitched on the jacket. And like the, the names of, of the winners stitched on the jacket with the chorus. So we're, we're four lost whale invitationals and, 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 and form this company. I was like, you know what? I kinda, that's something that's, that's a nice little part of my life. I think I'm going to use that for the media name, uh, the media company name. So there, here we are.
0: That is elaborate as hell. You do realize that, right? It, it It is elaborate
1: and it is a little weird, but you know, it's a funny thing is like, take some time and think about what your production company name would be. Like I came up with so many bad idea names first, where I was like, you know, I, I thought I hit on something great and I text my friends and I, I talked to my wife and I'd be like, what do you guys think about this? They're like, yeah, you know, that that's a name. I'm like, golly, this is really bad. So <laughs> I, 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 I kind of went through like a, a bunch of different ideas and I kind of settled on the thing where I'm like, this is part of my life. It, it has meaning to me. If everyone else thinks it's stupid, that's okay that's going to be the name of my company. So, so that's that's about as good as I can do.
0: So, this was not the intended direction of this podcast, but I can't help but notice you have a very nice bookshelf behind you and I'm noticing you got your UNC uh, football helmet up there. You've got your master's hat, master's flag it looks like on top of it. What is that? That is name?
1: a that's that's actually Tobacco Road. Okay. That's a course that's a course here in in it's in Sanford, North Carolina. It was designed by a guy who's since passed away, his name is Mike Strance. It is such a trip like if you if you love golf and you want to play a course that's unlike anything you've ever played make a trip to to north carolina usually a lot of people what they 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 do a pinehurst trip because you can play all the courses there and the sanford's like a half hour from that it is one of the wildest courses with you know blind shots and and weird forced carries and stuff like that so it's uh it is, uh it, it, I play, I try to play like once a month just because it's just so different from anything else I play. But uh Tobacco Road is, is a fun time for sure.
0: And then looking elsewhere throughout your background, the one that really piqued my interest, and I know you're a UNC guy, so I want to know what's up with the Virginia Tech jersey over to your <laughs> left because I, as a hokey, am very, very intrigued by that.
1: Are you a hokey? No way. Gobble, so gobble, that, baby. Th- that is uh, – dude, I, I, I've been to Lane Stadium. I've eaten the big turkey leg. Oh, I've my had, man. I've had the, 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 the vanilla milkshake from the Dairy Club on the concourse. Yes. So this is kind of funny. So that is my wife's uh, college soccer jersey. So she was a, a phenomenal soccer player. And I think on that jersey, it's got like she was – uh she was she captained in the team for two years she played like the fifth most games in program history Damn. they like you know yeah she was like a really really good player so she she hates that i display that i, I was like can we put this like above our fireplace he's like absolutely not that's going in storage so i said okay let me take it up to my office and i'll put it up there and then when i do things like this you know people will see it and and, and you're the first person that's asked about it so kudos to you and uh let's go Hokies
0: well I don't know how many Hokies you interact with on on this type <laughs> of platform but uh consider me a a proud admirer of that so okay what so you're a tremendous golfer it sounds like around maybe tremendous is too too strong of a word I don't know how you would describe yourself yeah, well, yeah. uh and she it sounds like was a successful college athlete so which one of you is the more athletic of the bunch
1: She's by far more athletic than I am. I, I fancy myself as athletic and I think, you know, I, I'm probably like, you know, Jack of all trades, master of none, kind of play a little bit of everything. Um, and uh, but it's it's so funny. Like she is like she she played soccer in high school. She played uh, and was like, you know, runner up uh, to, for for Pennsylvania player of the year in the state and then got recruited to play field hockey in college uh, was, was like all state and track, uh, was like all conference and basketball. So she's like an insane athlete. So this last summer we, uh, I was like, okay, you know, quarantine right now, not a time we can do. We were playing like kind of rec soccer in, in Washington, DC, where we moved from, you know, come out, let's play golf together, right? Like good time to good way to get outside, spend time together. So she takes it up and it's a little rough at first trying to figure it out. But, you know, we get through a summer and she's, she's got a, a real good hang of it. And so we go back to California to see my family. Uh, and we're like, they're like in the Monterey, like Pebble Beach area, right? So we, th- my grandfather had like this, this competition for our family that we used to play every year. And we'd all get together in August called the Reeves Cup, right? I've been trying to win this thing for years, never got it done. So this year was like a, a uh, we, we, we did a, a two player teams and she got paired up with my uncle. And it was like a little short, like three hole competition. So the way it worked was you had to, it it was an alternate shot, but you had to use both players hit drives and you had to use one of the two players drives on at least one of the three holes. So first hole doesn't hit it so well, but they, I think they finished out with a par or something. Second hole, she didn't hit it so well. So we get to the third and final hole and it's like this little downhill par three, right? Like 150 yards. And I'm like, fingers crossed, like, please hit a good shot here pures this six iron like right like almost holds out almost makes a hole one rolls it right past the hole uncle knocks in an easy putt for birdie she wins the reeves cup the first year playing it i'm like like this is absurd like i, I like what, what do i need to do to win this thing you just like walk in the door you play golf for six months and you've already won the trophy so it, it, it's kind of it's kind of funny like you know i'm a, I'm a pretty decent player i've been like you know as low as like a seven handicap, everyone tells me like, you got such a great swing. You should be like a two. I'm like, well, that's, that's kind of a backhanded compliment because (laughs) I'm clearly a head case. They can't figure it out. Um, but yeah, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a pretty solid golfer, but I, in terms of athleticism, Amanda definitely is, is the, the, the better one of, of the two of us.
0: So one final follow up question about that shot that your wife hit because it sounds um, incredibly similar to the world's greatest golf shot, which we all know Mike Ryan hit down at the Parkland Golf Club. By any chance, was she hitting a driver off that tee?
1: That so that's that is <laughs> all I need to say to you is I believe Mike was what a driver from 110 was yep. is that the, is that the yardage and she hit she was hitting a six iron from 160 yards. So, oh my you know, god. You, you 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 tell me you you, wow. <laughs> you you can do the math on that at home. <laughs> Alrighty then, damn! I
0: didn't, man, your your wife is killing it on this podcast right now. She's not even here. She is I she's know, flexing right? on everyone.
1: She's downstairs making an amazing dinner that I cannot wait to get into. But uh, she'll I, I can't wait to get down there and report back.
0: <laughs> so for those of us not in the know, you go by the nickname Chunky Dog. Where does that come from?
1: You know that's 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 a funny one. Uh, th- that is one that I, I kind of inadvertently uh, coined with with the first time I ever did it is like it, I was playing. We I was of course with. I sound like Billy Gill right now, and I'm and I'm about to launch into a, a story about Billy Gill. So this is really appropriate. But I was. Lorenzo roped Billy Gill and I into to testing like a, a Twitch stream sort of thing with him. He's like, I want you to come play this, this, this jackbox game. Maybe you've heard of it. I, it's like, oh yeah. I guess Very you funny. play it through. Yeah. So so he, you know, had us do this thing. And uh I was just I I was trying to come up with a name and I was just like, I'm gonna be the chunky dog and they were just like what is that I'm like dude it's just, it's just the chunky dog like just you know just go with it everyone loves the chunky dog like think of it there, there's no one looks at like a little chubby sort of chunky dog running around is like I don't like that They're like that that's hilarious like it's so it's so adorable and loving so I, I just kind of I think I was at a time where this was the beginning of quarantine and I had just neglected any form of exercise or, or weightlifting for like a solid two months and I was you know packing on a few pounds around the, around the waist while out, you know, drinking and playing golf all the time. So I was like, you know what, I'm just, I'm just going to self-coin myself the Chunky Dog. Not, and I literally thought it was just going to be a name that I used on this Jackbox game with, with Billy and Lorenzo. Right. And then we, we did that, uh, the ESPN's number one challenge podcast that summer. And we open up one of the podcast episodes and Billy's like, okay, I'm here with charlie kravitz elizabeth fearman and the chunky dog and i was like okay i i I guess we're doing this now so it kind of it kind of stuck that way and billy even made us custom shirts that look like the ones that they they actually wear on the challenge and he's got chunky dog on it and uh so it just kind of stuck and i was like you know what like again this is this goes back to the same sort of lane of like naming a production company like i started you know coming up with like a, a, a a name for nintendo switch or something or for like a twitch channel i'm like i'm just gonna. It's going to run with chunky dog you know it's better than whatever else i come up with
0: be honest how much thought did you put into naming your production company chunky dog productions
1: it was on the table it was on the table and it was like one of those things where that probably would have been option two but i was like do i want to hand serious people business cards with chunky dog on it i was like probably not but like there was a real chance that a derivative spinoff company, you could get a Chunky Dog LLC come in the near future, although I probably am not doing myself any services by saying that in a public forum so someone can now go file for that and charge me a zillion dollars for that. So that, that's pretty stupid on my behalf. But yes, yes, I, it was up there. It was in the running.
0: So I think one of the things that introduced you to all of us was your was your appearances on the Mystery Crate podcast, uh ESPN's number one challenge podcast, bbbbb your rate subscribe review, yada yada yada. The the name keeps changing and going on and on. And the thing for me personally that was most endearing was just the pure banter that you, Lorenzo, and Billy as a triumvirate would have. Can you uh, explain for the audience the nature of y'all's relationship and friendship, both uh, professionally and personally?
1: It it is, you know, it it sincerely makes me happy, like, just being with that group of people, and I'd also even loop in, like, Charlie Kravitz and Elizabeth Fearman, to the point where, when we recorded our final BB, BB, BB episode, uh, before Christmas, when it was like one of the last ones that was going to be on the ESPN podcast network. And we were doing our little, um, you know, uh, white elephant gift short, secret Santa. That's what it was. Yeah. And when we finished that podcast, there were legitimately tears of like, I can't believe this is like, this is kind of over. We don't know what the future looks like. Um, and, and it, it just like, it's funny because it's one of those things where it's it's not something that like I, I do for work or or any of us get paid for really other than I guess Billy you know as a salaried employee gets paid for that but it was just something we all did because we really love hanging out and, and enjoying talking to each other and it just was like one of the best parts of all of our weeks um, and, and specific to to Lorenzo and Billy I think Billy uh, you know from the moment that I got down to Miami when I first worked on the show in 2015 I just like kind of really attached to him in a way where he was i just i loved his creativity i I loved working with him on all sorts of projects you know you know how chaotic that environment can be from time to time so having someone where you can kind of ideate in that space and come up with stuff that you're really proud of and build it out and see the way people respond to it was you know i'll forever you know cherish those days in the shipping container with the whole crew but but really billy and i really kind of clicked um and then Lorenzo meeting him when I, when I came to DC, Lorenzo is just like one of the most lovable humans in the world, but just like, can't get out of his own way. Like he it's, it's almost like it's, he's forever like Charlie Brown trying to kick the football and getting Lucy, like pulling it out from him. And so, you know, there are just there are are truly like too many Lorenzo stories I could tell like I I just I just forget because it's just there's so many but you know stuff where where like the 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 rate subscriber view we did recently where he was doing the robot voice modulator he's in the Zobot and he he didn't know when it was on or when it was off and like it legitimately we're not even producing this like he was getting it wrong every single time and you're and you're just like how does this human being exist? It's, it's just so phenomenal, but it, it, you know, so yeah. So, I mean, we have a zillion different group texts where, you know, Zoe sends us just completely inane things and, you know, drives all of us nuts, but then we, we kind of feel bad. And you come back to it and you're like, dude, we, we appreciate you. We love you. And then it turns into great content for these shows. Um, but it, it just, it's, it's a, the dynamic is, is it's, it's constant, you know, Zoe's always keeping it interesting for us. We're always kind of ribbing Zoe, kind of teasing him. Um, but it's just, we just really love each other. It's it's just a really fun, fun group and and really all care for each other and just enjoy hanging out and, and making content if people enjoy that too.
0: Do you have one moment in particular that sticks out from your time in the shipping container around that environment that really sticks out as like damn, that was a lot of fun. I wish I could go back to that sort of thing or, or not even go back to it, but just, I'm really glad I got to experience that.
1: Yeah, I think it. it, And so I'll give you, I'll give you two because they're, they're two kind of different ones. So one was like, just to, just to kind of extend the, the working with Billy absurdity thing is like, Billy and I came up with the idea, uh, around the Super Bowl. Where, you know, there are, like, there are certain things with Super Bowl where you can't, if you're not like a paid partner, and I'm sure we would have been fine via ESPN, but but like the show itself was contracted to Fusion, so we didn't know what our legal rights were there. So you can't really use like Super Bowl branding on certain things, right? So we were like, what if we did something called like the big game preview, but we're referring to big game as actual like animals, like big game, right? And so we looked up some, we looked up some like various places in South Florida, one of which was like a horse farm because it was a Broncos Panther Super Bowl. So we found a horse farm and we found like a zoo of sorts. And we literally went and we came up with the idea of like we're gonna we're gonna write all these questions like you know jo- you know essentially like joke writing and we're just gonna ask these questions to a panther or to a little you know white bronco and just do a whole bit where we're just like going through all these questions and the and the, the panther's just like looking at us the horse is just looking at us and we put this whole thing it was so absurd we had we had angel Resto involved with the show trick it up with all these graphics and and it looked really really cool and just editing that thing and putting that out you're like where else could I do this? Like really and truly nowhere. Uh, and that one was hilarious. And actually, as an aside, um, for people that have seen um Tiger King, uh, the guy who owns that that like you know, the, the we didn't even know this at the time. The guy who owns like the, the place where we went to go see the Panther was like briefly featured in Tiger King. So we were watching oh, wow. that like last year, and we we're like, Oh my god, this is the guy. Uh so so that that was um that was one. And the only other one that, that I think, you know, really kind of stands out to me, Or I mean, there are many others, but just, you know, a, along the lines of like, wow, this was really like one of the coolest moments was doing making a show killer with Greg Cody, oh, where, yes. like, I, I got to do like, it was just you're kind of like a one man band. So like, you know, I was like, writing the scripts for that storyboarding, you know, directing it as we were doing a live, I was acting in it, I was like, you know, on the back end, editing it, you know, like do it like so like you you do all these parts of the process and you put it out and you see people are like loving it. And it just feels really, really cool. but it, and again, it's like, where else could I do this? Like very few places, if any. So a lot, lot of moments, but those two always I look back on. I'm like, this is this just was such a great time,
0: ok. So now the real reason you're on this podcast. So you have created a little venture. Uh, Not only are you starting a production company, but you are also founding a golf club as well, which is incredible. I mean, a a real jack of all trades you are, Charlie Hume. (laughs) Can you let the people know exactly what you are doing and how it pertains to the Nintendo Switch?
1: Yes. Yeah, so let me first say to the people, I need you to go out and purchase a Nintendo Switch. I don't care if you get a light. I don't care if you get, you know, the. I recommend getting the full one. But just get your get your hands on a switch and then buy yourself a digital or physical copy of PGA 2K21 because you're going to want to be in on this. And basically what we've done is so as you may or may not know, if you're if you play video games, Uh, Everyone kind of remembers the Tiger Woods video game franchise that we kind of grew up with. And then for a variety of reasons, that kind of fell off. They did some with Roy McIlroy. And then uh, golf video games kind of ceased to exist for a couple of years. Uh, And and 2K this year revived it with with PGA 2K21. And actually next year, Tiger Woods has signed on to develop future games. So they're only going to get better. But so being a golf nerd and, you know, being someone who is, who was kind of getting ready to retire from video games, but was like, okay, you know, Lorenzo's pestering me about getting a switch really. And truly, we all got switches at the beginning of, of quarantine because Lorenzo wanted us to play animal crossing with him, which I did for about a month. Yes. And then I just, I dumped it. But, uh, um, but it, so th- there, what you can do on this thing is you can create what, what are called societies. And so we, we, I've made a little society it's called Meadowlark golf club or Meadowlark GC. I forget the exact name. GC. I believe GC. Okay. Perfect. And you can just, it's public to join. You can go on, you can look it up and join it. And we're just going to have tournaments with some sort of regular frequency. And and the hope is also that Lorenzo and I can do Twitch streams of us playing the rounds in these tournaments. And hopefully having people from the Levitard Meadowlark community hopefully join us on twitch and stream with us from time to time if that's an option in the future but essentially we're just trying to create a place where you know fans of the show fans of the community can play a video game together and compete and we did our first we we, it's live now depending on when you publish it but you know this it's it's live we put up a first practice event and i am realizing i'm going to need to calibrate down a little bit i made it a little bit too <laughs> difficult uh the wind and the green speeds at quail hollow are impossible so um so yeah and it, 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 i think it's a fun for no reasons because there's, there's a ton of like custom courses on there too so you can kind of like you can customize your player do all this sort of fun stuff but we can also like eventually bring in a lot of wild and different courses to play and, and hopefully have a conversation about it online and, and stream together so yeah you know we'll see how it grows out of here but it, it, it should be fun it should be a good time
0: at least from a forward-facing standpoint, most of the discourse on this has happened literally in one single thread on Twitter. Anyone who follows me or Charlie may have uh, seen that thread. It keeps going and going. There's been rumor of a Discord that was going to be created, but it seemed like Lorenzo was in charge of that sort of thing. So, Charlie, when is that Discord going to actually manifest?
1: The, the Discord, I'll tell you what, the Discord is going to manifest about the same time as you see the uh, Peepo video, the long-lost Peepo video that lorenzo shot at the uh miami florida (laughs) international game that we we still have not seen to this day no i i i think we're gonna make the discord happen honestly it was like this this thing all kind of came together right when i was like have a couple of trips like i i was i was playing i was at a golf trip last week and uh so lorenzo's hit me up hey can we get the discord set up this this and this and and i was like all right dude just if you want to do it perfect like i'll check i'll check back in with you when i'm back and we can get it going but i i I think my hope this is my hope is that we do maybe like one or two of these practice events we get a feel for how it's going to go as we're doing that we also set up the discord where people can join in and like have conversations maybe they don't have to play they can just you know chat along with us um and and then once we kind of establish those two things and also what we're going to do for twitch streaming then we really kind of make an official like he, you know, here's what it is. Uh, but for the time being, I love this just extending Twitter thread. It's just kind of me hitting you guys up every once in a while. Hey, threw a thing in here if you guys want to play it and just, you know, seeing everyone talking back and forth. It's kind of fun. It feels very intimate.
0: So we're recording this on a Tuesday and all the conversation in that thread today has been how do we rope in a one Billy Gill to buy this game and join this golf club? Because it feels like he he is the only true member of Meadowlark among this potential group. So it would feel just so wrong to not have him in this. So what type of pressure can we as the public put on Billy to get him to join this?
1: So I think I guess you've made a very fair point. I'm like I'm like uh, I'm pretending to be a member of a club that I actually don't belong to. Uh, and I'll say this. I would have never thought in a million years that Billy would have wanted ever bought this golf game, but I, I got a text a couple of nights ago. It was like, Hey man, is getting this golf game worth it? And and oh, I started to kind of sell him yeah. a little bit here so that the, the door is open. I would say if I had to pick a good way to get Billy involved, if you know, Billy, you know, he loves a good hashtag. Like, you know, remember we had grow the show for ESPN's number one challenge podcast at, at, at which point, or at one point, where Billy was unwittingly retweeting pictures of marijuana plants. That was a really <laughs> hilarious moment in time where we were like, "You know you're doing this, right? And he's like, "I had no idea. Like, yeah, dude, like the last three pictures have all been just like pot farms. Um so yeah, I I, uh, I I would say that, you know, maybe we come up with like a clever hashtag that's like, you know, combining his name or a nickname and and golf in a way or two k. Like there's something there we can kind of like, Workshop a few ideas and then just start tweeting at him incessantly with these hashtags and he sees it enough he caves he pays you know however many bucks for the game and then we're in and then we're in and the, the rest is history then he's on the discord and and meadowlark golf club is flourishing and this is like a, a footnote in time.
0: I, I do love the idea of pressuring Billy into this and I want to I want to explore this a little more so okay. Uh, you know Billy and Gil uh, Billy. The first thing that jumps out to my mind is like Billy Madison. Or no, that's or no, that's Happy Gilmore. Fuck me, I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wait, there's
1: something there though. There's yeah, something there. Know, the
0: wheels were turning. Um, well, like Billy Gilmore, but isn't that like a real person? Isn't Billy Gilmore a real person? I don't probably. know. Probably. This uh, is workshopping. This is all workshopping. The, the you know. Se- <laughs> the second part of my thought was Gil. G-I-L is close to G-I-R. Green and regulation. So. Now the wheels are turning. I this is not going very far. This is a very slow turning wheel, but I feel like we're making some progress. Here. He he
1: he might not. Probably doesn't even know what a what a G I R is. You know, he, he, I I'm, I'm sure he's. I'm I don't i do not think Billy is very golf literate. Uh, which is okay. You can still play the video game for now. Golf literate. I do think there's something of like lowercase happy, uppercase G I L lowercase more oh. you know like a little happy gill more to kind of get him in the door there
0: i think you just I, got it i think you just got it
1: i i, I think we're we're you know if, if we just yeah if maybe we just say something in in that tweet copy that that's you know enticing him to come play with us and the hashtag is always happy Gilmore. maybe we got something there i
0: think, I think that's, that, that's a good start I'm okay. going, I'm, gonna, I'm optimistic. I'm going to go back and edit out all of my terrible suggestions <laughs> and just skip straight to the part where you come up with the one that's obviously going to win.
1: I mean, I think, you know, I think we got to let the, 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 listener in on the process, you know, this is, I mean, technically this is, this is lost whale media consulting right here. I mean, this is, you just, you saw, you heard it happen live. Let me come consult for your, for your podcast. I, I mean, this is, we're look at, look at us getting business done here.
0: Folks, this is how the sausage gets made in the big time podcasting industry. If I had any sort of income coming from this podcast, I would absolutely get a quote from uh, from Lost Whale. Um, Oh, God. So, okay, that's the one then. Happy. Gilmore. That's the hashtag. Everybody, you got to tweet it. Tag Billy. Even if you're not playing to participate in this golf league, again, Metal Arc GC, and this has to be on the Nintendo Switch. That is a very key point to make. Uh, if you have this game for like PlayStation or Xbox, not going to work. This is a Switch exclusive league. So you got to have it for the Switch, or else you can't play golf with the likes of me, Charlie, Lorenzo, Billy, PGA. 2k 21 correct
1: that is correct uh and yeah everything you've said is correct please do not make the mistake of going out and buying a next generation console and then realizing you cannot play with us because you don't have a nintendo switch uh and also congratulations
0: if you manage to acquire a next gen console. good for you
1: yes i buried the lead there congratulations (laughs) to you but also you cannot play golf with us uh and and think of it as an investment because next year when PGA 2K22 comes out and it's tricked out with all the the cool Tiger Woods stuff, you'll already have a year of practice under your belt and you're going to beat all your friends when they want to join the Meadowlark Golf Club. So there you go.
0: Look at that. What a PSA, right there, that we are bringing you here on the Fan Labotard Show. Charlie, I know we already kind of touched on this a little bit, but um, where can the people find you? What else do you want to promote while we've got you here? You've been so gracious with your time and uh, helping set up this awesome golf club, which again, Metal Arc GC, look it up, Nintendo Switch only.
1: Uh, I mean, I think in general, you can find me, my, my 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 Twitter and Instagram handles are my first name, last name, Charlie, and my last name is H-U-L-M-E. And I'm trying to think, Uh, You'll probably the moment I decide to do some forward facing stuff that's lost whale media uh, branded, you'll probably be able to find it there. And I'd appreciate if you support that. And you know, if you're out there and you're like, Hey, I can use a little help with my show, my, my, you know, my, my, my Twitch stream, my podcast, whatever it is, let me know. Let's let's talk. I'd love to
0: Charlie Hume. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. It's been a lot of fun, man.
1: Absolutely. I really appreciate you having me on.